Yo, what up, pod racers? Are you like me where you sunburn easily? Have narrow shoulders you want to hide from the world? Weirdly small nips? Great news, we have a solution. Original tabletop shirt designs. Reading Rainbow, Dungeon Club, a dungeon and a dragon. Find these and more over at patreon.com slash goblins growlers shirt club at the $25 tier. These are all exclusive limited run designs. We'll never bring them back again. So be sure you get yours by signing up at patreon.com slash goblins growlers. Yippee! One of the tarot cards has lock on it, so I'll go ahead and post that. I thought you were about to say it has a Voltron on it. <laughs> yeah! Hell yeah. I'm so good at drawing mechs, and I don't hate it at all. But yeah, I'll post that around when this episode pops. Drops. Shut pops. them down. Open up shop. Yeah. Yeah, that's how Rough Riders roll. That yes. is how Rough Riders roll. This is Quid Pro Roll. A fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Well, howdy, listeners. Welcome to the to the Daily Crier listening show where all the news and varying and beyond can make its way well to somewhere probably alright now let's see uh, turns out the lead the party took to find uh, Solinar's buddy Locke uh, at the fight club turned up green I'm happy for them I hope they didn't uh, get in too deep Solinar and Boat signing up for the fight. I laugh so hard at the irony of Boat fighting a Warforged. Irony. Get it? Irony. My son would have found that funny. Anyway, uh, Solinar found Locke. And now he's gonna fight him. That'll be entertaining. I think I misspelled entertaining in my notes. Well, I've got a locket here, but I don't like opening it too much. So, uh, anyway, uh, uh, as always, y'all take care of yourselves and, and the people you love. So on the last episode, if you guys remember, you were in a dirty underground street fighting, but not on the street ring. Uh, yeah, you were, you were in Fight Club uh, because you guys got a hot tip that this would be where Locke is. And if I recall correctly, we left off on Solinar about to get in the ring to fist fight Locke. Didn't I think Boat had a round against a uh, robot warforged? Yeah, robot. Yes. And then, uh, and it, isn't the name of the fighting ring like Blood in the Dirt or something like that? That sounds right. And there was some spooky individual that seemed to recognize Boat, but I don't think I think Koza was the only one that noticed. Koza was the only one who noticed the person who sort of perked up when Boat was said. Okay. I'm sure it was just a fan. 
It had a, to be a fan. A super fan. Mm-hmm. Again, I preemptively apologize to Brandon for the things I'm going to put Boat through in the next few episodes. I'm sure it was just a fan. Very familiar with my work. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> just remember, audience, I already apologized. That no does, one can get mad at me. That doesn't <laughs> that, work. Life and feelings don't work? work that way. That's how it works. I am inoculated against anyone being angry at me forever. The real world is not like repenting on your deathbed. Uh, so, so Koza recognizing shady guy, uh, boat having done fight, Solinar about to do fight. Uh, Solinar is going to take off his coat, his tie, his button-up shirt, the undershirt under his button-up shirt, so that he's just trousers boots and bare chest are you putting Uh, your fists up like teddy roosevelt (laughs) uh, i think that's the only way solinar knows how to fight that's like that's that's how they teach you in the streets right like that's the solinar fangirls like desperately run over to their tablets and start drawing fan art of this moment uh, oh, I thought I thought you meant Solonar fangirls in the fighting arena. <laughs> I was like, what are you? Okay, Some, sorry. Something I always forget to mention anytime Solonar is shirtless, which I know happens all the time in the podcast, uh, yeah. is that his torso is like super scarred. Like, oh, gross. He he is like anime protagonist scarred on his torso. <gasps> Three more Solonar fangirls have entered the chat. <laughs> uh, but yeah, once. Once he's once he's bare torso, he's going to climb on into that ring and start stretching and limbering up because, you know, got to be limber if you're going to do a fight. So did you give your clothes to like Boat or Johannes or Koza or something or did you just throw them into the dirt? I mean, I don't think he would have thrown them into the dirt. My thought was he was hanging them up on the side of the ring that everybody was closest to. But I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that won't go poorly for him in the slightest. There's no way that'll go wrong. Perfect. Yeah, who's going to steal somebody's clothes down here? Yeah, it's not like a freshman shower or anything like that. (laughs) Yeah, these people are here for a sporting event. A couple of goblins run down shouting panty raid and then realize they're in the wrong room, so they just steal Solinar's clothes. Well, you know. Toga, toga, toga. You are going to get announced into the ring and not really paying attention to who is in the ring. Locke is going to kind of like crawl in and then just kind of like get up and like, all right, all right. So I'm not. Uh. Oh, well, this is weird. Hey there. You want to wrestle? Uh, I'd rather punch. Uh, you get weird when we do the wrestling thing. I do not get weird for wrestling. You absolutely get weird. Also, I apologize for this. The bell rings and he's going to take just a full cold cock swing at you. Uh, what is your AC? 16. Oh, but that's with armor. Uh, Remember, your scars add a layer of protection. No, they don't. (laughs) Uh, 14. 14 is my base AC. That's a hit. That's a decided hit right in the jaw. Oh, I love how he distracted you and then and that's seven a- damage. Good God. I, I rolled kind of high on that one. Uh, Solinar like shifts like that, that thing that sometimes happens in action movies where he kind of like r- r- mouths for a moment while holding the side of his face. And then he shifts his hand and there's just a sort of like crunch sound as he pops his jaw back into the right position. He's like, you see Locke kind of go, ew. Solonar's like, 
uh, I I appreciate that we're doing a, a blood ring thing right now, but do you want to maybe take it a little easier? Geez. I d- I'm not used to punching small, soft half-elf men. Uh, Solinar is going to uh, return the punch full wait, force. Wait, can I give him bardic inspiration? Legally, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you're you're not you're not part of this fight. Yeah, I'm I'm spectating and I'm trying to cheer on my buddy. I uh Locks mm-hmm. Locks AC is totally a it's a negative three, right? Like he he's he got the base ten and then he's got like a negative three. Yeah. I wonder what you rolled. A seven. Yeah, you missed. Yeah, I had a feeling I did. Because you weren't bardically inspired. That's the yeah, trouble. Yeah, that's, that's the real reason. That's because I'm a mean, mean DM that doesn't allow bardic inspiration for underground street you're fights a, that the bard isn't a part of. You're a dungeon meanie. I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's why she apologized beforehand. Because she yeah, was you can't get mad at me because I apologized. <laughs> All right, again, what is your AC? Uh, I'm just gonna write it down. A fourteen. Again, Locke is going to sort of like uppercut up into Solinar's jaw and kind of stop and be like, so I'm excited you're alive. Why are you here? Uh, (laughs) Crunch. Solinar just like head whips back and he almost falls down, but then he like catches himself with one hand and pushes back up to uh, swing again at Locke. And it's like, oh, I'm here because I thought you would be as oh, that's a 13 that is a miss uh so like the first punch solinar goes for like a gut shot and lock sidesteps it and then brings it into the uppercut the second punch solinar's like i know what i'll do i'll i'll do something a little more like cross hand and so he does like a hook and lock just like takes like a half step backwards the punch goes like right in the space he was in. So Solonar's like, I came here because I thought you would be here. Okay, well, um, why? Not why do you think I'd be here? He kind of gestures to the general everything. It's obvious why I'd be here, but um, why are you looking for me other than because obviously you are passionately in love with me and have been since the day we met. Uh, is he leaving himself open for another attack? Yeah, you can you can take a you can take a pot shot at the guy. It sounds like you're trying to give him an emotional attack. <laughs> He's definitely leaving oh, himself yeah. open. That's yeah, that armor class is a lot lower on the emotional side. That's a that's a seventeen. That will be a yeah. hit. Well, Solonar is not trained in any kind of combat, so isn't that like one plus strength? Hey, go in you know, for a kiss. You know what you are trained in? Lock picking, and you're certainly picking on lock. That's not how that works, but I appreciate the pun. Dungeon meanie. I am the terrible, meanest dungeon master ever. For the record, this is the same tone I give my cats when I'm not giving them a second dinner. Are they hobbits? (laughs) They are! Both of my cats are hobbits. They're looking at you like, well, I don't think she knows about second dinner. (laughs) Yeah, that that checks out, actually. I'm I'm gonna second the concept of hobbit cats. So Solinar does A C A H. All cats are hobbits. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're gonna you're gonna be able to hit. I, but I but I don't have like 
isn't it like a monk thing to roll 1d4? So I get one plus strength, which is zero. So I get one damage. I'm going to let you roll a d4 just for the circumstance of this fight, because otherwise this will be a sad panda battle. All right. So Solinar gets a three, which I think what he does is he like wheels back a little bit and kicks Locke like right in the center mass. And he's like, I came here looking for you because I found out very recently that not only are you alive, but you're hunting to kill our previous employer. What, Alyssa? Yeah. And? I, I, I'm I, not sure what's more to this than that. I mean, honestly, we should wrap this up before we have this conversation. Uh, uh honestly, no, this is a perfectly good time. And he's going to take another swing at you a little more half-heartedly. This is like when two wrestlers in the ring are having like a, an overly loud conversation, calling <laughs> their next shots and the <laughs> microphones pick it up. Uh, so that's super going to be a miss. I mean, she's the reason everyone died. Uh, Solinar ducks, like, weaves under the punch and comes back for, like, a direct-in-the-gut punch. Uh, that's a 19 to hit, so that's You're welcome. Okay. You're welcome to use that audio, Gabe. For your... <laughs> that's my new text alert. From Alex. <laughs> oh, that's a, that was another three for uh, punching damage. I don't know what makes you believe that, but I do know that this is not the space to be discussing that. Also, if you and I just sit here and punch each other all night, this is going to take a long time. Would you rather I kick? No, I think we determine, as we used to, who needs the money more. Stop uh, yet! Stop talking! <laughs> Kill each other! <laughs> is that actually Johannes? Johannes' no. thirst for blood. Hey, Locke, yeah. it's, it's me, Boat. It's good to see you. Uh, without taking his eyes off Solinar, he's going to do a point at Boat. It's like, good to see you too, buddy. I know that kind of brush off. I'm very familiar with it. <laughs> I am not taking my eyes off Solinar. He has cold cocked me when I've looked away every time we've ever done this. <laughs> Is that an opportunity for cold cocking, I heard? Uh, that was, that was... Isla made a sad meow sound, and I was like, oh no, what's wrong? So yeah, I looked away, so that means Locke looked away, I guess. Oh, uh, it's only a 15. Uh, that is going to hit. So, Locke, Locke, like, half turns his head to say, every time we've done this, I've been cold-cocked by Solinar, and in that Dude, moment, Solinar's, Solinar. Solinar's fist just impacts with his cheek, and Solinar's like, not gonna lie, doing okay for money right now, but it never hurts to have more. You want to know who needs the money? Uh, me, who's been on a whole vengeance spiel for like the past year or two. There is not a lot of money in revenge. Sounds like a country song. It's actually a it's quote like... from The Princess Bride. Uh, take three damage. Uh... No, no, no. I mean, look. Uh-oh. As he says that and stops, you hear a loud rackus coming from the back of the room where the stairs where the stairs lead into the the pit and you see uh hey Koza mm -hmm. what's that passive perception again? Oh gosh. Um I think it's uh 15. Wonderful. 
So you're going to notice a couple of guards uh, clamber into the room and start causing a huge scuffle. They are wearing the colors of House Yorij and have the same sigil on their tabards. Uh, so I don't, I don't know about the rest of the crowd, but I think Solonar, given his recent criminal activity, sees what appears to be guards and immediately is like, cheese it, it's the fuzz. <laughs> Crashes a 40 on the ground, scatter! <laughs> Uh, there's going to be a, just a huge ruckus. Everybody is going to be running in different directions. The crowd has got the potential to sweep you guys away. Uh, what are each of you going to be doing? Well, I think Solonar just wants his clothes before trying to disappear with the crowd out whatever back doors may be available. Well, I haven't done anything. I don't think... I probably am not too concerned about God's... Boat's a guard captain. I like God. Has, has Boat noticed these guys yet? Uh, yes, it's very loud. It's okay. essentially the equivalent of, like, a house party getting raided. Okay. Has Boat recognized their their colors? Roll a wisdom. Or history. Actually, roll history. Uh, alright, I'll roll history. Uh, that's a, a, a thick 17. That'll absolutely get you to remember. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it needed to be a thick 17, because that was weird. It's all, they're all thick. Let's see. Boat, when he escaped from them, when we made our when we made our escape from Koza's homestead, I don't believe anyone actually saw that it was Boat because I was disguised uh, as Rosemary at the time. It was a hundred percent. You don't think Mary. that the fa- you don't think the family, however, remembered that you were there with Koza and probably one of the people that helped in his kidnapping. How many of them are there? Uh, it looks like about six. About six, you say. Six guards. Ah, ah, ah. What, what's the crowd like? Is it, are they in a wave right now? Is there, is there danger of trampling and things? Like, what's the, what's remember, their- Remember back in the 90s, the Tickle Me Elmo craze? Yes. Imagine Black Friday doors open, tickle me Elmo season. So we're at jingle all the way alert at this point. (laughs) So, okay. Except Uh, there is no distinct direction that anyone can go because it looks like the only real exit to this place is the place the guards are coming from. All right. Let's see. Have we had a chance? Refresh me on this. Have we had a long rest since uh, the Venisphere Manor incident? Yeah. Okay. All right, then. That makes my decision a little bit easier. Um, <laughs> it's going to cast Earth Tremor. You're going to kill some- You're underground! It's fine. It's only at first level. It's only one way to find out. Boat claps his hands and stomps one foot on the ground like that one inhuman, and uh, the earth begins to tremble. Brandon, I'm going to need you to roll a d6 for me. Just a raw d6? Just a raw D6. A thick six. That's a thick Don't four. As the earth tremor is going to be cast, the dirt patch on which you guys find yourselves, which led into the ring, is going to crack and crumble open. Oh no, it's sandworms. <laughs> it opens to a wide chasm that you all descend down. I'm gonna need everybody to roll dexterity saving throws. Hey, I'm good at those. 
All right, so where's everybody at with those deck saving throws? I got an 11. I got a 23. Six. You got a six? I got a 12. I got a rock. Except it wasn't a rock. <laughs> All right. Down, down, down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with a cartoonish boat... Locke and Melody are all going to fall flat onto the ground. Oh, and Johannes. Sorry, you're also going to be fallen. Um, landing on respect on, depending on which you prefer and what is funnier, your butt, face, or chest. Ow, my butt, face, chest. <laughs> is, any um, is anybody's butt landing on anybody's face? No, because this is not that kind of party. <laughs> Um, everybody else, so Koza, Alita, and definitely Solinar, who does like a sick backflip or something, uh, lands on their feet. I think Solinar's whole thing is like, the chasm opens, and he tries not to fall into it, but does anyway. And so he's doing that kind of sick, like, scree sliding thing, where you're like, half, like, grabbed onto the thing and just sliding down it and then he kicks off a couple of times to slow down his momentum so that he can land uh superhero pose style and then pick himself up and start dusting himself off before putting his clothes back on Solnar's like 65 that's gonna destroy his knees <laughs> <laughs> so you find yourselves in a dark damp space with the sound of dripping kind of far off in the distance. Out of the darkness echoes, All right, who's dead? You hear uh, some some rando just, just muffled under some rocks like, Blood, sport, blood, sport. <laughs> Boat sits up and kind of dusts himself off a little bit. He's like, my plan worked perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Melody kind of like pries her face off of the ground cartoon style and goes, wait, you intended all of that. Absolutely. That's really impressive. Be sure to put that in your song. <laughs> How did you know that this whole thing was under this, that blood dirt sport place? Wrestler's intuition. I could tell by the sound of people impacting the ground when they were being tossed. I knew it was hollow underneath. Yeah, that so sounds good. like a lie. Can I roll uh, deception? <laughs> sure. Uh, Solonar's like, who are you trying to fool? Her. With a Alita or Melody? Yes, with a thick seven. <laughs> thick. So yeah, thick, even though. Melody's kind of like. Uh... I have I have a better question than who's dead because the dead people can't answer it. Who down here is um. Uh, police. Like, who's guards down here? <laughs> if you're a cop, you've got to tell me. That's the rule. Otherwise, it's entrapment! Yeah, nobody's getting entrapped down here. So, like, if you're a cop, you got to fess up. I'm a guard captain of Palabar. Don't say that! Koza's <laughs> going to look around to see if he sees where the guards are. There are still a whole bunch of people that are up top, and it looks like nobody's keen on jumping down the hole. Um, well, um... Um, anyway, um, we should get going out of here right now. Yeah, looks like we've got our back door. Let's go. Yep, yep, let's go, yeah. let's go. Uh, anybody know where we are? Uh, doesn't matter, doesn't yeah, matter. Just, we're, we're just gonna go. Time to just, go. 
Time to move forward. Boat looks up at the crack and is like, so long, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> so the group is going to start uh, pick. They just pick a direction and go, I guess. Yeah. Uh, following Kosa, yeah, along. Yeah, is kind of like in the lead, just trying to. He's like, I got to get out of here. It looks like you guys are in some form of sewers beneath the city. Uh, it looks like there is a lot of just water and there's a walkway with no handrail because OSHA doesn't exist that you guys are coming along. Um, it does look like there are patches where you could easily slip and fall into the water and it doesn't look like this place has been maintained very well. There are actual like calcified stalactites and stalagmites that you can see in certain areas due to the drippage of water. Just to be clear, this is filth water, correct? This is not filth water. This looks to be like some kind of like street drainage. I don't think so we need to put so those kind clean. of judgments on the drainage. It, it's <laughs> like it's not clean, but it's not like you're not walking around in. It's gray water. Excrement. It's gray water. Yeah. OK, it's gray water. It's it's like roads dirty. It's not like poopy dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a difference. There's a distinct <laughs> difference. It's sewage the gray. If we boil it and filter it, it will return as sewage the white. <laughs> so as Koza, it's it's dark down here, right? Yeah, it's pretty dark. Yeah, so Koza's rushed ahead for oh, as far as he can kind of go without seeing. Um, I think eventually, though, he's he's now like, um, oh, um... So how do we get out of here now? Alita is going to cast light on one of her bracers. And it's just kind of like, um, I'm not sure where we're supposed to go. Well, Kay. if we're in under street, like drainage sewer stuff, then there should be a maintenance hatch somewhere around here. Like. They usually we just made a maintenance hatch. No, no. We're it's not... back then. No, we're we not... made a hatch that needs maintenance now. <laughs> exactly. Seaboat <laughs> understands me. We're, we are 100% not going back that way. There's cops that way. Uh, we don't like cops. No, no, we do not. Um, but um, mom, just... mom always said that it was okay. Well, well not just that. that the, they're also, um, they, they had the emblem of my... Um, my family. They what? Yes. I, uh, I don't know why they would be here. I, I guess they they know that I'm here. Wait, um, doesn't that mean you could control them? Like, like aren't they your servants then? Well, they, they might be trying to bring me back home. Oh. Yeah. All right. So, um, we're not going back that way, that's for sure. Absolutely okay, not. Cool. How... How did they find us? How could they have possibly known where we were going to be? We didn't even know where we were going to be earlier today. Maybe they have an informant. Or somebody who knows a scrying spell. An informant in our party? I don't see that as very likely. You've, you're Your traveling highest. with what looks to be three, four nobles? A, I'm not sure when you decided you're starting to travel with nobles. And B... People will recognize him, right? I we, mean... He, we're adventurers, which I will have you recognize as a very noble profession. Ah. Ah. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> so, I hit my head. You, you okay there, little buddy? 
Oh, uh, I don't know. Now I guess I feel better. But He's I gonna also kind of like crouch down dinner. and rub your back. Mm. He's a very friendly guy. It's okay. You're all right, man. What does he look like? Locke? Yeah. Uh, he's about six foot four. He's really beefy. Um, he wears black pants with a bunch of knives strapped to them, a red scarf, no shirt, bracers, and he has red hair that kind of comes off to the side and is shaved all around otherwise. A tall, beefy, shirtless man. Boat's paying attention. Yeah, he's he he's also like he is markedly handsome. He's just kind of like you know. That's what it says on his business card. It says lock, and then under it it says handsome. Markedly, markedly handsome. Boat can't tell if he's getting the vapors or if it's just the sewage gases. I'm getting the gray vapor. The gray vapors. Gravy so, pours. The ham, the ham vapors. The ham vapors. I'm getting the meat sweats. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? We're all getting the ham vapors because Boat won't put his ham vape away. <laughs> so he's going to kind of like slap his legs and stand back up and is like, all right. So you clearly came to punch me in the face a bunch and find out why I'm trying to murder Alyssa. And you brought all of your friends, including a guy I already know, which is great because that makes it less awkward and weird. Oh, my God. You already know me. That's so exciting. Uh, I actually meant boat, but Ooh. you're great, too. Oh, thanks, man. I like that you're like seven of me. <laughs> I am much taller than you, yes. <laughs> Locke is like a Voltron. If, like, seven <laughs> Johanneses merged, it would be Locke. You also decidedly have not introduced me to any of your friends, including the lady ones. I, well, you know, we were kind of in the middle of things at the time, if you may recall. Uh, I mean, I did not. We've had, time for, we've had time for him to throw up, so we've clearly had time for introductions. Yeah, I don't think so. Anyway, the, I didn't come specifically to punch you. I came to find you, and I suspected that punching would be the best way to do so. And I was right. Anyway. Uh, Sounds like you just wanted to punch me in the face. Yeah, you think whatever you want to think. So I will. You can't stop me. I'm, I'm going to go uh, in order of height. This is Johannes Folger uh, of the Folger lifting family. What is it? Uh, oh, it's a it's a no, it's a lifting Folger. That's what it is. Uh, charmed, I'm sure. And going by height, he has obviously forgotten uh, and or decided that spiritual height is what we're going by because my spiritual leader here. Is that is that Dayquin stuff on Well, I wasn't going. Da I wasn't going to assume that Dayquin Dayquin was going to come out and greet Locke because Locke's a total stranger. I don't. What? Why would I assume that Dayquin's just going to pop on out to see everybody we run into? But anyway, this is Dayquin stuff. Another the seventh. I think he's the thirteenth. I can't 13th? remember. Thirteenth. It's it's an odd number. I know it's an odd number. Dayquin doesn't. Daquin doesn't have enough fingers to show me sometimes. Sometimes? Yeah, right. sometimes he catches other little Some critters. Oh. Uh, charmed, uh, Mr. Stuffanutter, sir. Uh, this is Melody Venisphere. Uh, Hi! Who I learned very recently is my half-sister. 
we haven't quite figured that out emotionally yet. Yeah, we, we, you and I should have a conversation, not right now, but soon. Uh, yeah, eventually we need to process that, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, oh, God. Okay. Between how, like, your hair is and how you're almost always, like, with the hoods and the hats. And, what it, I'm just going to say uh, Alita, who mm-hmm. has a last name, I think. I don't. I don't. Alita, Alita who has last name thing. Alita, Stag's daughter. Alita Stag's daughter. <laughs> That's great. No, though. not that. Uh, Slocum. It's Slocum. Alita. <laughs> it's not Slocum. <laughs> Alita. I like who has a last name as a last name. Alita, who has a last name. <laughs> uh, Alita Woodnymph. Uh, just Alita is fine. Uh, of the Wood Nymph clan. Definitely charmed, I'm sure. El- Elmain's uh-huh. daughter. I think that's a thing, right? Like, yeah. Eh, it does, it doesn't matter. So, uh. Over here, we have Koza Yorich. Uh, Yorich. Yorick. No. Alas, poor Yorich. Yorich? Oh, Yurich? Like the Yurich family? Uh, yeah, yes. What? How Ooh. do you know about them but not the Folgers? There's, like, this really tasty, like, baked apple thing that comes out of Aberdeen that has their name on it. My god, you can get those outside Aberdeen? Yeah, there, you can get the, there's a little, it doesn't matter! We'll we'll come back around to that, because I definitely need to be stopping there before we leave town. Uh, (laughs) then we have, uh... Gravy Charles Gravy Boat Barnes, you may be familiar with from being a two-time Talaire champion. We're also Actually, familiar fam- with each other from our adventure that we had together. Yeah, we we hung out. Oh, that's right. That that was there was yelling about that in the ring. I almost lost track of that because of you know cops. Uh, and then and then there's me. You know, like I I didn't do myself in height order, but you know me already, so that's fine. Did yeah, I, I, d- I didn't did need I, the introduction from you. Did I miss anybody? I feel like I went head to head, but like when you there was a tiny there is a tiny dragon on that girl's shoulder and a strange phallic-footed critter that's hanging out around Koza. But uh, oh, that's other than that. That's we call him phallic old phallic feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we try to include him in our adventures as much as possible, but often he gets the shaft. <laughs> Well, let's cap these jokes off. Uh, <laughs> Not multiple yikes, but at least one yike. <laughs> this, this, uh, the tiny dragon is Felix, and the small mushroom creature is Bull. Bull sound. Uh, isn't <laughs> Bull sound just like Bull stomping? <laughs> like, yes. yes. Bull just stomps the, Bull's emotions. The, the sound of mushroom hitting wet concrete? No. Brick. What does that sound like, no, Josh? Stone. Ham, ham slap. That Good should... luck making that sound work, Gabe. <laughs> oh, you just get some slices of ham and slap them on a table. Oh God! Ham slap. Why? Why? One day we need why? to do some kind of behind-the-scenes episode that just shows how Gabe makes sound effects. G- Gabe it's just Gabe, up. Gabe has a foley art studio. Perfect. I was gonna say he's just hitting ham against different things in his basement. That sounds about right. Okay. So I've met all of your uh, new friends. I'm very excited. Again, cannot emphasize enough how glad you're not. How glad I am you're not dead. Um, 
but why were you looking for me? And how do you already know I'm trying to kill Alyssa? Also very glad you are not dead. And I know you're trying to kill Alyssa because Alyssa told me so. You found her? Where is she? I mean, more like she found me, but like... What is this about you trying to kill her? This is, we, we are few surviving members of a gang that I had long since thought everyone else was dead. And what, what you're going to try and like finish the job? Like what the hell, man? She was never in any danger. What do you mean she was never in any? She got captured like any of the rest of us. Until they found out who she was. Um, who is she? That's what I. She's the daughter of one of the members of the League of Thirteen. Oh, oh, well, I guess it's it's extra weird that she and I have that in common now. I, a son. I'm I'm a son of a uh, League of Thirteen, not a not a daughter. That, uh, Solinar, stop. Rewind. Process again. Alyssa's a noble. Hey, wait a minute. But that. But then. But, like, the whole, like, we gotta bring nobles down because they're garbage people, like, that that whole thing. Yep. Yep. Well, that's some crap, then. She messed up. She messed up the planning of the job. She could have gotten... She could have used her influence to get everybody out. She messed up the job that got everybody captured. She's the reason it happened. She could have used her influence to get everybody out, and she didn't because she didn't want to be taken back home to dad. So everybody died. Except us. Uh, apparently. Well, that, that doesn't seem terribly... I, I feel like there's got to be some sort of misunderstanding there. Like, we could probably talk to her, clear all of this up, because I guarantee if you've been trying to kill her, you haven't been talking to her. Yeah, because she keeps hiding from me because I'm trying to murder her. Well, that's what I'm saying, is we should have a dialogue. Like, that's... Okay, hold on, hold on. Uh, new friends... Weigh in, please. Murder Alyssa for lying and getting everyone killed? Or friendly conversation tea time? I think you all are just working at cross purposes here. Because if you murder Alyssa, which I'm not necessarily in favor of because she's really nice and I had a really good coffee date with her. If you murder her, you could consider that a die along. <laughs> Also, just et just etymologically, I'm very curious how Locke knew to say, wait, rewind. What is he <laughs> referring to there, idiomatically? Uh, anchor cable. Clocks. Yeah. That does ro winding anchor cable is not going backwards. Well, you gotta... He's rewinding a clock. You, you, yeah. You let it You out. wind a clock. You don't rewind a clock. <laughs> It's when you rewind it twice. Both trying desperately to get me to admit that eight track tapes exist in Virion. <laughs> no, if yeah. eight track tapes existed in Virion, there still wouldn't be a rewind. They have to play from beginning to end and then they go back in the, to the start again. Sorry, I started too late. Cassettes then. That's, yeah. No, you started too early. Cassettes came after the eight track, you <laughs> no, see. No, I had to rewind. <laughs> Can we rewind this? Oh my God. <laughs> I withdraw my objection. So, yeah. murder, uh, one in jovial favor of murder. Die, Alog! <laughs> and then me in super favor of murder. Uh, Koza? Johannes? Ooh. Melody? Alita? Um, why do we need to get involved with this right now? I'm starting to think we should just leave. 
They're not gonna come down to the sewers, man. Well, no, I'm, I mean, maybe we should leave the city and, and just go. I mean, leaving the city is precisely what I wanted to do the instant we set foot in the city. Uh, but I would like to know that my friends aren't killing each other while I'm away. I will say... Uh, I'm gonna tell you, the second that you leave me alone, uh, I will absolutely find Alyssa and murder her entire face. I mean, she's really suspicious and stuff, but she was also really nice. She's nice because she's manipulative. Don't don't fall for the eye thing stop, she does. Stop cutting Johannes off. Let the man speak. It's okay. I'm small and my stomach feels weird and all the lights are brighter than I think they should be. But I'll say this. When one of the key things that I learned early on is you should never do anything out of revenge because that is wrong. And it sounds like you're trying to get revenge for feeling slighted, which is wrong. You should instead forgive and move forward. Is it revenge or is and it justice? Because I think it's the latter. Justice does not have to be execution in the streets. Oh, no, I'll execute her inside. That's fine. Okay, well, in that case, I, I retract my statement. Yeah, as long as it's not in the streets, it's chill. <laughs> it's fine. I I remember my justice teacher saying, you can't extract justice in the streets. So that's, that it seems now that you have found a workaround. But I will still say, it does not seem right to murder somebody because even if something went wrong, it doesn't necessarily mean that it was all their fault. And also it doesn't mean that they wanted it to happen that way. Yeah. like. You're yeah, I don't think she wanted it to happen that way. I don't think that matters. You don't think that the intent of what's of what was going on matters because I intend to show you differently Look, through a it, it, good game of dominoes after this. In, intent matters when it doesn't get someone killed. Uh, I I think to me at the very least sometimes even when things go as bad as they possibly could, you can't hold that differently if it went worse than it was supposed to, if somebody in the beginning never wanted it to be that way. Just because it ended up like that doesn't mean it's their fault. Yeah, like, you're making a lot of suppositions about why Alyssa, like, wasn't killed and things like that. I don't know where you're getting your information from, but I can almost guarantee that Alyssa didn't want the whole group captured, didn't want anyone to die. Like, I... She didn't want anyone to die, but she didn't do anything to stop it either. Well, she may not have been able to stop it. Like, I wasn't able to stop it. I'm still alive. You weren't able to stop it, and you're still alive. We're nobodies. Well, in... But... In that situation, maybe so was she. <laughs> the hell was that? Is Michael Myers coming after us? <laughs> no, that's... That's what that is. I like how you're doing your own delay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as you guys are having this argument that's kind of going nowhere, um, you hear a skittering, like sharp metal points clinging along wet stone in clusters of about eight or nine 
taps all at once. So it kind of has this like rhythm. Absolutely not. And as I was saying, as it is punctuated by the echoing knife sounds on scraping on rock, I I I just you know Solnar, we found out. And he found out that he is the son of somebody who was very powerful too, but he couldn't do anything about it either. But that doesn't mean he didn't try. <laughs> Quiet, start, we're having a discussion. You start hearing the sound almost as if giant scissors are opening and closing. The skittering gets louder and louder before two enormous clockwork insects. Almost like centipedes, but not quite as multi-limbed crawl in notice you and begin bristling almost as if they're organic and threatened you know i swear to god if these things try to cut my hair it's times like this i really wish underground fighting rings didn't have a no weapons on the premises rule uh did we leave all- did y'all leave all your weapons back there? No, we went upstairs yeah. and got them before we fell into the chasm into the sewers. Yes, we left all our weapons behind. This is gonna be a bad time. a co-production of Alpha Comics and Games with Goblins and Growlers. Our audio production is provided by Gabriel Perez. He can be found at Amethyst Audiomancer on Instagram. The voice of Alita and our DM for the podcast is Alex Smith. She can be found at Alpha Comic Games on Twitter. The voice of Charles Gravyboat Barnes is Brandon Dingus. He can be found at Way of Brandalore on Twitter. The voice of Eek and Koza are Chapman Adams. He can be found at What Are Birds on Instagram. The voice of Johannes is Alan, and he can be found at the Dungeon Meowster on Instagram. And finally, the voice of Solinar is me, Josh Maltby, and I can be found at Black Cloak DM on Twitter. Thanks so much for listening. I like to say apologies to everyone at birth. <laughs> Just to really get ahead of it. Alan came out of the womb diplomatic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. His first words mm-hmm. were, sorry, everybody. <laughs> I mean, look. And if especially there is a time, you, Mom. Yeah, I was about to say, if there's a time to apologize, it is after you have spent nine months rearranging the insides of your mom, only to have a very sad time for her coming on the outside. Mm-hmm. My mom was very sad when I was born. <laughs> <laughs> Just sad times look all at around. You openly weeping. I'm, yeah. I am horrified by the concept of rearranging her insides. Just That's what mm, happens. Wow. Like a Tetris. <laughs> your organs your organs get shifted around because your organs were not built with the idea that there would be an eight-pound person there. And then once oh, you get I, everything lined up, that's when the line at the bottom disappears and you're flushed out. 
<laughs> yeah, been, no, you have to wait for everything I, to line up. That's how, when your water breaks. That's the Tetris blocks like yeah. disappearing, and then it just—that's how it works. Yeah, I've been playing Tetris since before I was born. 